0: Hello everyone, welcome to another episode. My name is Razi. And my
1: name is Osman and together we're the Clueless Capitalists.
0: And in today's episode, we have the pleasure of having Asikul, who is the founder and CEO of Prioshop join us for this particular episode. So Shop is a B2B marketplace and also a company that empowers MSMEs, actually, micro SMEs through the digital platform to connect them to wholesalers, manufacturers, and their customers all through their single platform. So thank you so much, Asikul, for uh, joining us this afternoon.
2: Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm so excited to join your episode.
0: Likewise, that's cool. So just to get things started, right, you'd be able to describe Peer Shop a lot better than what I have. So why not we start with that? Could you share with us and the viewers what does Peer Shop actually do? Uh, thank you so much. Uh,
2: Shop is a B2B marketplace app in Bangladesh. Our vision digitalizes and empowers uh, small businesses across the country as well as the promising country like Bangladesh. Peershop is a B2B marketplace app that connects directly to suppliers in attempt to fix the fragmented supply chain problems, as well as uh, inventory and working capital problem of MSME. Before Peershop, MSME, that means the one man army mostly, so they are collecting their product from wholesale market and they need to shut down their store. Otherwise, they need to deal with multiple brands uh, representatives, so they are actually losing their uh, working hours because they need to actually cater more than 100 people each day and so their time is very important on the other hand most of the time they are suffering for stock out problems so they are losing their customers because uh, in a single land there are multiple mom and pop shops so customers have choice to uh, switch the one uh, micro merchant to another one but micro merchants the loyalty customer loyalty is very important another thing sometimes they need to actually collect their product from 50 different sources so that's also uh, very difficult for them. And they don't get actually right price for time. Most of cases, traditional distributor actually maintaining relationship and based on relationship, they are offering different prices. And based on different SQs and inventories numbers, actually they offer different price. And sometimes micro merchants need to buy bulk quantity or whatever uh, they need or not, uh, because uh, they don't get the right price. PureShop brings a digital platforms to simplify and grow their business through commerce that means a digital catalog where they get connect to a to z leading brand and within a single app they can place order within a second and logistics that means delivery in the next day and third one we're trying to launch buy now pay later options to empower their buying capabilities so that's the Pre-Shop.
0: Thank you, Asikul. I mean, it's really solving a big problem, these MSMEs face in Bangladesh. And I think just for everyone uh, who's watching, so both me and uh, Osman, we have uh, invested in uh, Puyo Shop. And when we first started talking to Asikul, maybe it was last September, the GMV that you were doing was about 720000 US dollars per month and now uh, the most recent uh, investor report that you sent out you're doing more than a million us dollars per month Uh, that is really impressive growth in the past few months alone and i think maybe this would be a good time for you to run us through your most updated uh, pitch deck ASIQ and uh, we can then ask you uh, questions from that pitch deck yeah sure yes
2: Hi, I'm Ashikul, founder and CEO of Prioshop, leading B2B marketplace app in Bangladesh. Our vision digitalize and empower million MSMEs. Prioshop is a B2B marketplace app that connects Horeca and MSME directly to supplier in attempt to fix the fragmented supply chain problem with buy now, pay later benefits. Everything changing in retail ecosystem. There are 4.5 million retailers stuck in the same place for inefficient sourcing, price transparency, limited ability of credit, and lack of technology adaptation. For all of them, our solution on-demand delivery with best price and buy now pay later service. Our business model is very simple. We connect distributors and big brands directly to the micro merchant on horeca and we get commissions two percent to forty percent, based on categories. Just like rice category provide two to three percent, and uh, FMCG product provide 15, 8% to fifteen percent, and an imported product provide twenty to forty percent. Here is our strong, consistent order growth since uh, we promoted July 2021 to April 2022. We've grown 65x in delivery item growth, with 145x growth in GMB. Our July GMB was 11,000, and right now we're generating 1.6 million dollar. Yes, 1.6 million dollar was our last month GMB, and we expecting double-digit growth in month-to-month. So let me talk about our country. Our headquarters are in Bangladesh, the land of possibilities with highest GDP growth in Asia Pacific, current GDP growth is 7.25% uh, and per capita income $2,824 uh, with 170 million people where 66% people are youth. About 71% people already use 3G and 4G internet, that means 120 million people use internet and Bangladesh is going to hit $500 billion economy by 2025. But surprisingly, we already achieved $465 billion by 2022. But it's still 97% market in MSME hand, with no digital solution and completely untapped market with very few competitors. There are 4.5 million micro-merchants across the country and every year 50,000 retailers added in this space. And the FMCG market is too big uh, $34 billion dollar. You will be surprised to know that about 60 to 80% FMCG products sold from this micro merchant point. That means around 3000 USD sales per merchant from per micro merchant point. And these 3000 sales generated with 73% sales on credit regular basis, 64% credit comes from procurement. Building the f- next unicorn, we have a great team, myself Arshikul, expertise in growth hacking and e-commerce marketing and my co-founder Deepti Mondal has 10 years experience in operational part and she comes from telco backgrounds and another co-founder Romil de has 12 years experience in digital commerce space and our CTO Oshoedul Almamud, has 13 years experience in software industry. Right now we are 88 people in-house with 13 engineers. Here is our competitive landscape. There are very few competitors in this space currently. Singapore playing role in actually corporate space and focused on stationary product. On the other hand, main competitor Shopa playing role in asset heavy model and act as a distributor. On the other hand, Free shop playing role in asset like model and act as an enabler. Our biggest difference between our competitor is Pure Shop is an asset-like marketplace model. There are some global comparables in India, there are Uran and our vision uh, to be Uran. And in Pakistan, there is pa- uh, Dastagir and a few other books also. Indonesia, Guangada. Now currently we're looking for $2 million, uh, till date we got commitment $1.2 million and still remaining 800 k for improving our tech stack, expand 10 new zone, acquired 10,000 new retailer in our cohort and grown forex within our team and launching buy now pay later options. Till date, we raised $1.2 million from Accelerating Asia, Bansi Business Angel Network Southeast Asia, as Ministry Venture from San Francisco, SBK Tech Venture, Flagship Venture. And our chairperson, Sonia Bushikub is ex managing director of Microsoft and currently CEO of SBK. And our board advisor, James Ang, is the now AVP of Data IQ and ex Dropbox. Here's has some notable recognition from local and international platforms. So let's build the sustainable and scalable startup jointly. Thank
1: you. The, that's a great introduction, um, Asipal. Um, what we really like about that is it's very clear and succinct about what you're doing. One thing just to clarify for people who are not familiar, I asked this question the first time I heard it as well. Horaka means hotel, retail, hotel, and
2: catering. Cafeteria. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, hotel, restaurant, and, uh, and catering. So um, that that's for people who are not familiar with this area. We've been talking about the retail micro SMEs, but there are hotels, um, uh, hotel verticals, catering, and and the restaurants that are, are also looking to procure through Preo Shop, and that's another another aspect of your business. Just in terms of breakdown, what are we looking at? Because you've mentioned there's four and a half million micro-SMEs in Bangladesh and you've got the Horeca component as well. What's the penetration like at the moment that's giving you 1.6 million per month?
2: Yeah, sure. Uh, so it's very interesting. Actually, uh, we entered the next vertical is a Horeca Horeca actually playing a vital role in FMCG market. So when our actually sales representative and actually analyst visit market frequently for getting idea. Uh, so when we uh, visit mom and pop shop, so we found that one uh, restaurant owner actually so buy from uh, products from the micro merchant point. So. He actually wants to learn about Prayer Shop and what's actually we are doing. So he shared his pain. So, horeca—that means uh, hotel, restaurant, cafeteria, and catering service provider—also uh, actually has same pain, just like MSME. They are actually stuck also supply chain. You know, in horeca, actually they depend on their inventory. They depend on their ingredients. Without ingredients and uh, smooth supply chain, their uh, business totally stop. If they don't get uh, support edible well right now, they don't, don't able to cater their customer as well. And this is a, a almost 4 to $5 billion market in Horeca. And uh, they're actually currently buying product from wholesale market as well, just like MSME. But there's also some uh, cases they're actually experiencing fraud cases. So their procurement manager buy from wholesale market and there are no documentations for owner. The owner don't get the idea what's the actual price he actually gets from the wholesale market and what quantity actually buy for today. So when uh, actually he shared his idea, our team doing very good job. They actually get uh, get back to us and we actually study on it. And we find out that there is also big opportunities. And we are doing the same things for uh, MSMEs. And if we connect the same uh, suppliers and brands to Horeca directly, then Horeca also get the best benefit from the market. They get the right price as well as the management will get the right uh, numbers. So when uh, some Horeca actually place order in pre-shop, the owner or the management will get the uh, invoice uh, through the mail or SMS. So he know what's quantity actually buy for today and what's the actual price. We started April 2022 uh, Horeca and you'll be surprised to know that our $1.6 million Gmb was last month and 16% contribution comes from Horeca within a month. We already onboarded 120 restaurants, all the reported restaurants already connected uh, in Beershock platform. And each day, uh, around 22 30, uh, new restaurant actually onboarded proactively. And they're placing order on first day. That's amazing things. And it's wow. great.
1: That's brilliant. I mean, that's, a, that's definitely a challenge that we are aware of. Um, and And what you're doing, if I understand this correctly, is... You're not just simplifying the supply chain for, but for this vertical, you're creating transparency to the owner as well, so that they know how much they're procuring, at what price, what value it's. It, uh, you know, they're they're able to track the the spend all the time. Right. right. Yeah. Okay. You you mentioned the commissions as well. They're they're quite varied from you know single digit up to 40 percent what's on average the, the commission that you're that you're taking at the moment?
2: Our take rate actually average detected six uh, percent and we're also trying to improve month to month and we shared monthly updates uh, with our investors so you already know, uh, we achieved few growth on uh, April. So we're trying to improve, we already improved 6% to uh, 6.04%. So every month we're trying to add value. So right now our most selling product is rise. That's why the average margin is low, but when FMCG actually booming and when actually Horeca entered, so FMCG sales actually boost up. So we strongly believe in coming days, the number will be uh, grown and it will be double the same. Great,
1: that's good. And uh, your team is 88 people with a significant number of engineers. What's your plan for, for growth? What's your intention in terms of headcount uh, over the next 12 months?
2: Luckily, we got actually dedicated people right now. And uh, right now, we actually take an initiative to hire more people within the team. And we now focused on the experience who actually work in the same space, if he works in FMCG sector or distribution sector, we actually hire people right now. And it's open right now. PureShop is offering a job if someone interested, so he uh, can visit anytime with CV. So, uh, say, for example, in coming days, you'll be surprised to know that we are going to enter our second largest city, uh, Chotogram. So we already hired someone from our competitor space. Uh, So who already have experience uh, uh, based on and we're trying to build a culture. So we strongly believe people can generate uh, the next numbers. If we only focused on traction, actually uh, it's not possible. People can generate the tractions and they can improve it. So in peer shop, actually employees uh, like a family. So we work together and we strongly believe each dot very important in and within organization. Maybe our support executive also has a vital role in our organization. Without him, we cannot actually serve one, only one day uh, in a proper manner so we take care of our people and we're trying to build a culture so people uh our retention rate uh, still is higher than uh, our industry industry average so we strongly believe in coming days peer shop able to onboard at least 4x from right now so we're expecting 500 team in near future
1: wow yeah because uh, i noticed that in your latest update on linkedin you're doing walk-in interviews at the moment yeah. so personally when i when i look at in investments in countries like bangladesh and in in places like india and pakistan what i'm looking at as well is the the net economic benefit here we're seeing that you're generating new opportunities for the young people you've got a very young dynamic workforce and here's a great opportunity to invest in pre shop and this cascades down to new job opportunities that you're actively recruiting for, so for me, it's a it's a really good outcome that this is something that you're actually doing, and it's it's not just like you mentioned, just traction. You're looking at creating a bigger ecosystem that cascades and builds for everybody.
0: When we last spoke, Ritesh, you mentioned that there were two thousand four hundred merchants that uh, Prior Shop has onboarded. So what is the what is the
2: number currently at present? So currently it's number growing uh, because we expand uh, day by day. Uh, So for example uh, today we also unblock another zone. So when new zone actually enters so with the new numbers. So we expecting 5000 will add from Chittagong in coming days. So we set the target and our team uh, doing their best and our uh, mostly focused on work with very close density. At first, you have to educate them in a proper manner and ensure the proper retention number and active number. So we focused on it. So and uh, acquisition maybe is uh, excited for everyone, for every startup, but retention is important for company sustainability. Uh, so uh, from my uh, previous organization experience and current experience, uh, we focused on retention and active numbers. So we focused on that first part. And also within the uh, uh, coming days, actually we onboarded new unblocked new zone with the new uh, region, uh, acquisitions.
1: Okay. So just asking for the benefit of myself and for anybody else watching this video, when you say you've unlocked a new zone, what do you mean?
2: So currently we cater uh, Dhaka uh, south side, uh, so mostly Dhaka south part and we entered the north as well. So when we expand the new zone, that means we cater the particular area. So for example, uh, today we unblock actually Rampura from Dhaka uh, area. So Rampura is a uh, thana, uh, so police station, basically based on police station, we focused on uh, zonal expansion. So before that, uh, we don't actually get a Rampura moment pop shop. Now we onboarded Ma- uh, Rampura moment pop shop and trying to start uh, just like uh, Dhanmugi.
1: Okay. So that means that you have a delivery capability in that police yes. zone. Okay, yes. great. Yes. So before you were saying, okay, even though you're in a particular zone, we don't have a delivery capability in that area, we can't onboard you. But as soon right. as you have, then you're able to unlock all the MSMEs in that area. Yes. Okay, so when you when you unlock a zone, how long does it take for you to onboard all the MSMEs in that zone?
2: So firstly focused on uh, ensure small uh, delivery capabilities, right? So fulfillment when we ensure that we able to get those zones. So if we get our uh, orders or we acquire customers, but we don't able to serve them, then that's not actually uh, create any meaning, right? So yeah. if we focus on fast, uh, we train our people, we onboard new people, train them, and we when we confirm then we are able to cater those uh, area. then we onboard new and pop shop from new zone. So it takes actually it uh, depends on actually uh, how faster you are growing. So for example, Priyashop wants to actually enter uh, at least three new city in within the next quarter. So our vision to onboard as soon as possible new people. That's why actually we arrange a Priyashop job mela. That means job fair. So where people actually uh, can visit our headquarters and our HR actually start recording. Uh, when we're able to cater those areas, then we unblock new zone.
0: Okay, that's good. So Osman and I just came back from uh, Pakistan uh, yesterday. And one thing we noticed there was also there were a lot of SMEs. And of course, they have there's no branding. There's no... I mean, they all look the same. I was just curious if you could run us through like, let's say I own an MSME and I decide to come on board the Prior shop platform and we already know what the platform can do for me, which means I don't need to close my shop for many days. I don't need to go to many multiple um, wholesalers to try and get all those, procure all of those products. And I have transparency in terms of the price and I can just focus on running my business. So the platform takes care of all of that. Besides that, right, what else does Shop do for an MSME?
2: Our vision is not uh, just uh, to solve the right problem, that means supply chain, right? Our vision to digitalize and empower MSME entire business. And scale their business as well. So right now we're trying to solve their current problem. That means the distribution problem. So we're solving it fast. And after that, we're trying to solve their finance problem. So their uh, actually capital is very low, and their shelf also limited. So their. Uh, if they want to scale, they don't actually because of limited capital. So we're trying to launch buy pay-later option in partnering with local finance companies. And after that, we're trying to provide their a inventory management solution so they can actually manage their inventory digitally. And our vision also, uh, we trying to provide a keyword solution uh, for them. So, uh, say for you visit a moment workshop, you just uh, scan the keyword, you will find the entire digital catalog, you can place order and it's completely digitally managed inventory and moment workshop owner actually serve you instantly and enter uh, accounts and information everything completely digitally managed even we may be able to connect in the near future digital banking and other mobile financial services as well and we also trying to actually brand the store just like uh, 7-eleven so if you see uh, when we unblock one store actually when one retailer onboarded in pre platform we actually provide a banner a nameplate And right now, no moment actually has a a proper uh, branding, right? So we also focus on branding. So but uh, in my experience, actually, we're trying to uh, go through with step by step. So fast focus, the right problem is the distributions. So distribution, this is the first our uh, focus part and after that, secondly problem uh, solve their finance problem and after that we also uh, focus on the uh, next step. So we already started it, so it's combined, actually we're trying to provide the combined ecosystem problem, right? So we're trying to build the ecosystem. So uh, it's not just to provide a uh, product from a big brand to mom and pop shop, just like traditional distributors. So we're trying to add value in their life as well.
0: Got it. And then just to follow on from that question, when an MSME comes on board to pure shop what kind of uh, revenue growth do they see? Do you have any examples so, of uh, a, a growth in revenue from one of these MSMEs?
2: Um, our expectation, uh, we're able to add value at least 20% their revenue growth. Uh, so for example, before Pre-Shop, uh, so one retailer actually uh, has meginodus right so meginodus actually sold out so they actually uh, recorded in a paper book so when traditional distributors uh, sales representative visit a particular store for particular time maybe uh, stock out on uh, Saturday and the representative visit Wednesday. So he placed order on Wednesday and he manually actually placed order and after that one week or 10 days later actually he provide the inventory. By this time he losing his customer and right now what happened when the product actually sold out the moment pop shop placed order instantly. So he get the uh, product in the next day. So, he able to cater his customer, his working customer, the week long, right? So, within the same capabilities, actually, we're trying to improve their uh, sales capabilities. So, that's the uh, actually beautiful uh, process of our uh, business to empower not only retailer, but also supplier as well. Supplier also get the procurement after one week, right? And right now, he's getting the orders every day. So we improve the both sales, not only for retailer, but also for supplier. And you'll be surprised to know that we also improve the brand visibility as well and brand sales as well. Say for example, you visit a store and you ask a fresh sugar and the retailer said uh, fresh sugar not available. You can collect the next brand sugar. So customer buy another brand and a customer might be a uh, switch from brand to brand, right? Brand also losing their brand visibility. And right now when actually uh, Mom and Pop Shop get each everyday procurement solution, so the brand also ensure that their uh, product available on Mom and Pop Shop point and customer get their product as well.
0: And then to follow up on that, right, so we know there's a 20% growth in the revenue on average. Um, has there been an improvement in the, the margins because of the price transparency?
2: Yeah, before Peer Shop actually, he do not get the right price. And now we actually provide the same price for every moment of shop, shop. It's a, a completely transparent way. So uh, moment of shop, shop can uh, actually see their price on board. And we're also offering entire pricing. If uh, actually he buys more product, within the uh, timeline, he gets uh, actually extra benefit as well.
1: Just moving on to the uh, competition because you showed in your pitch deck how you compared to some and that you're the asset light version of of your competition. Okay, let's look at the uh, competitive landscape for a, for a moment because you've you picked out ShopUp and CinderBard, both are being asset-heavy. In terms of the asset light um, approach that you're taking, what unique benefit does that give you as Prio shop in the Bangladesh market?
2: So asset light model actually uh, provide fastest actually expansion capabilities, ensure, because you don't need uh, more assets to expand in new zone or a particular area. And secondly, customer acquisition uh, is very easy because uh, we tie up with traditional distributors and traditional distributors already start with mom and pop shops and they have a solid relationship with mom and pop shops so it's easy to enter the market as well and uh, acquire more uh, mom and pop shop within a very short time and uh, mostly this traditional distributor actually start the market for very long and uh, As a startup, we're trying to solve the right problem. We don't want to destroy existing business. We're trying to empower their business through technology. Our goal is to empower traditional distributor as well. And we're trying to use their pre-built infrastructure. Already they have solid infrastructure, they have warehouses, they have uh, vehicles, they have pupils. So right now we're trying to ensure the connectivity. The connectivity is missing, the connectivity we can solve through technology we we right now connecting moment Pop shop with the traditional distributors through technology and by this way we're trying to solve that's the our business beauty or our business model beauty so we not only uh, we not fight with our competitor or traditional distributor we empower them even sometimes we able to collect product from our competitor as well so uh, its market is very big, 4.5 million micro merchant here, and every year 50,000 added in this space, and there are solid demand with solid demand. 170 million people in our country, and our capital income also increased. So it's very clear picture that market is too big, and there's a required at least five to seven unicorn startup. To cater and ensure smooth business for Moment Pop Shop and digitalize their business.
1: Okay. So, my, my only comment here, Arsicle, is uh, your competitive mode, because if it's asset light uh, and you're just enabling, I say just but we're, we're enabling the existing supply chain. We're creating transparency, we're digitalizing it. It's replicable. Yeah, I mean that somebody could come in and say, hey, I can do the same thing. I'm aware of one other startup that's doing something very similar, um, that's using the existing distribution chain for the likes of Unilever, Procter & Gamble, those guys, and they're all ex-Unilever, ex-PNG guys as well, and they're doing the same thing. So how do you go about creating a competitive mode that gives uh, loyalty from your retailers and from the consumer to work with Prio shop?
2: So uh, in retailer space, everything depends on relationship. This retailer mostly common man and they believe in relationship. If you provide good service and ensure smooth supply chain for them they are very much loyal and then they don't switch the platform frequently as like b2c and the customer acquisition cost is very low in this space because they don't also ask you bigger discount on deep discounting or free delivery or any other things right. They want their product on the right time. So we focused on our capabilities. We focused on a small supply chain and ensured the proper service to our customers. So even, uh, say for one micro merchant place order today and we are not able to cater tomorrow. So they're losing their uh, sales opportunities. So it is very actually difficult for them. So we focus, that's why PureShop right now don't expand the countrywide. We focus on close density. We serve our customer in very proper manner. That's why our active number is very high and retention rate is actually high. So when we uh, provide the quality of service, actually we able to create a different space for us.
1: Okay. Um, And just touching on that, your active rate and your retention rate, um, what are they at the moment?
2: So currently, you will be happy to know that about 20% uh, of our registered user actually placing order three times in a week and 10% of our registered user placing order uh, once in a week and 10% retailer placing order twice in a month and 10% retailer actually place order once in a month. So that means if you consider month-long retention rate, then month-long retention rate is almost 60%.
1: Wow, okay. What do you define as an active user?
2: So, active user, we define it who actually places order once in a week.
1: Okay. See, that's interesting because that's a very high threshold. You know, if if you're saying that over a month somebody a retailer buys from you once a month, you're actually not classifying that as an active yes. user. Right, so your threshold is very, uh, very high to be defined as an active user and you'll you're still have a, a very high level of active user base here. So I think from a metrics perspective, it's a very smart thing that you're doing in terms of saying that an MSME, if they're procuring on a weekly basis, they're active and if they're procuring once a month, well, that might be their choice, but you define that as a non and not as an active user. That's pretty interesting. Um, so the metrics, I think this is interesting for angels when they see the metrics and they're comparing one with another, and, and one will say, Hey, my active user base is really high because they're buying from me for once a month, whereas. You know, when they're comparing it with Creoshop and you're, you're saying your active user base is X, but your active user base definition is, is very different. And, uh, and I, I like that. Uh, I think that's uh, good because your, your intention is to try and get these users to be using you actively on a weekly basis.
0: You know, since we are talking about numbers, right? So maybe this would be a good time to ask uh, you as SQL on what are the metrics that matter, right? What are the metrics that you are using to measure your success and your performance?
2: So we focused on uh, two parts. Number one is active number and number two is the retention number. So active and retention actually multiply your GMB even multiply your order number. So we've uh, mostly focused on active number and retention number which actually generate our next KPI that means GMB and order.
0: Got it. Okay, that's uh, that's very promising because um, I have met um, startups in a similar space, and they seem to be focused entirely on just GMV, and um, the their retention and their active users is something that is still uh, questionable. So they're just driving uh, GMV and trying to push that.
2: What
0: What does success look like for for you and Preo Shop?
2: So we want to capture uh, the entire Bangladesh market. And when we entered the international market, we think that, yes, we done something for Bangladesh and now move to the international market as well. So uh, that by this moment, uh, by this, the uh, way actually Pure Shop uh, product will be the finest product for more MSMEs. So it's easy to enter and plug and play for the next market as well. So the beautiful uh, of our total entire journey is that we creating impact on people's life. It's not about the making money, uh, not only we also improve the people's life right. So we empower micro SMEs and that means uh, we uh, created value in their life as well. Their life will be improved and here is the biggest opportunity to create lots of uh, job, right? So there's a, a really uh, big market and still uh, job opportunities is not enough for Bangladesh. There are lots of uh, educated people still unemployed, right? So we're trying to create a space for them as well. As an entrepreneur, my vision creating uh, impact in people's life. So by pre we're trying to impact in Bangladesh as well as want to enter the next promising country.
1: Okay. I've got a separate unrelated question or kind of related in terms of partnerships as well. You've you've created some interesting partnerships, one which uh, you announced um, uh, must have been about a month ago was your partnership with the International Beverages uh, PTE, the uh, Coca-Cola Yes. Yeah. Tell me more about that. What, what does that mean when you've created a partnership with Coca-Cola? What specifically does that bring to PrioShop? What does it bring to your retailers and what does it bring to the consumer?
2: So every week, actually, our team trying to onboard new FMCG brands and uh, new brand. And so we able to cater the uh, entire wallet of micro MSME. Right. So right now we onboarded uh in our platform and we cater with particular brands and uh, the moment pop shop actually required 1000 to 1400 sqs in different brands so they have solid demand so we're trying to add more brands within our cohort so we able to cater in a best way and uh, coca-cola actually is the top demanding product uh, as a beverage in our country and moment pop shop also has solid requirement so, right now we connect them directly to a uh, moment workshop. And so, by this way, actually, moment workshop get the best price from Coca Cola. And also, we connect them in Horeca. In Horeca, you know, uh, the beverage is very demandable. You'll it be yeah. surprised to know that more than Coca Cola, actually, we sold water. So, uh, Coca Cola also uh, has a water brand. Uh, so, we yeah. sold water more than uh, beverage uh, as a top selling product right now in Horeca. Right
1: okay that's interesting because a company like coca-cola you would think has got all of this worked out but The the one big blind spot that they've typically had in countries like Bangladesh, Pakistan, and India is the visibility of the micro SMEs who's actually buying what the consumer demand is at that level. And here you are, you're able to literally allow Coca-Cola visibility straight into the micro retailer to see the demand in which parts of the city are are demanding those products. and they're able to uh, cater for that. That's an interesting angle and a real benefit, real value for some of these um, larger brands because they typically will have clear view as to what happens at demand level at the distribution center or at the wholesaler. But really, who's consuming that, what the demand is? They're not seeing that at the tail end. And here you have given visibility right through to the micro SME, which is really unique.
0: Asikul, also earlier you mentioned that you are raising $2 million and of which $1.2 million has already been uh, raised, right? Yeah. Yeah, and then the question then is, um, what is the valuation at this point of time? So uh, we're looking funds at uh,
2: 6 million pre-money valuation cap and we're trying to raise funds in safe note. So till now, we already get uh, most of uh, actually committed and the remaining uh, numbers actually we're trying to raise fund from angels and uh, small VCs right? who actually uh, created value in pre-shop. Uh, and help us to move the next step, that means series A. And we're expecting we be able to unblock early 2023 uh, 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 series A. And uh, you'll be happy to know that uh, one VC actually uh, provide term sheet with 10 million valuation cap So I don't mention their name because we uh, we don't sign any term sheet right now, but uh, they are providing term sheet uh, at 10 million valuation cap in this round, in current round, actually, because PreShop already unblocked 1.6 million uh, GMB. So uh, right now we actually still looking money at uh, 6 million pre-money valuation because we already communicate with these numbers. We don't want to uh, provide another number. So if someone actually uh, showing interest in our uh, startup, we still offer same
0: valuation as like signing uh, with you. That's it, yeah. If I'm an angel and I'm looking to invest, what would be the potential exit or return if I were to invest um, at this point of time?
2: So, say for example, you invest in uh, uh, maybe uh, March, right? so march to may uh, we already get a term sheet with 10 million valuation cap so we already multiply your investment with 1.6x right so that's the thing uh, so we expecting it, it will grown actually more than uh, 6 times or 10 times uh, from your investment right so that's the first outcomes your uh, investment multiply with the x numbers and secondly the exit actually uh maybe in series a the bigger vc when entered they want to clear cap table as well so they may, might be offer early uh, stage investors with uh, a good number of exit right so that's the one thing and second thing uh, when the next round of investment we also uh, offer uh, potential uh outcomes and definitely every startup has vision to enter the stock exchange market so Peer shop also has same vision so that's the last options so exit from the stock exchange
0: very promising very promising and and, and i agree i mean the within just f- these few months alone that the growth has been uh, very very spectacular um, i mean we, we we've been watching it uh, through the emails and through your updates on linkedin and uh, it has been a very impressive uh, journey so far
1: yeah I mean, and, and I think this is something that we were personally commenting as well in that we're, we've invested in a number of different startups across Bangladesh, Pakistan, and the proactive investor updates that you give are really just amazing. They're very good. They're very clear and they're very regular. So um, just for any other angels that are looking to invest and are thinking about it, just, just to be clear, we've been getting monthly updates from ASICL to to explain what's happening, what's been growing with the business and how that growth is continued to project. And and we've been really impressed with that level of transparency. So it gives us the ability, if we wanted to, to invest more because it gives us confidence about the reporting structure, the transparency and the reliability of the founders. Um, So that's very good. And that's really important because you are you know as a founder you're looking to raise and if you don't share this information with with your investors they can't help so if you're looking for another round of investment if you because you've been giving all these updates we're more amenable to actually doubling down on on what we've invested and and that really helps you moving forward in the future because it rings confidence for new vcs that are coming in on the second round on series a because they'll say well why aren't the existing investors investing and if they are that gives great confidence to you and to the new investors coming on so I think that's good. It's good governance and uh, and good confidence for everybody coming in on the next round.
2: Yeah, I'm. Wa- I want to share uh, one thing. Uh, for PeerShop current status and growth, it's not only uh, the founder contribution. It comes from our investors, just like you, who actually help us. Lot to build a good governance and help us to provide uh, the format how to uh, communicate with investors, how to communicate with potential investors as well as the partner as well, and also want to uh, showing thanks to my team uh, who actually trying to unblock new milestone each day with unstoppable service. Yeah,
1: excellent.
0: And beyond um, beyond the funds, right? As uh, you cool. For anyone who's watching this how else could they uh, support you in your journey so
2: firstly uh one is the main fuel for a startup uh, to move the next step Uh, You have solid plan, but without execution, it's uh, actually don't provide any uh, meaning, right? So fund actually right now help to uh, create the new brief to move the next step. And our existing angels and investors actually, uh, they're doing very good job. It's they don't actually provide the fund. They also provide a strategic uh, support for us and train us where uh, we have some gap. They're actually trying to fulfill that gap with their value addition. So, uh, we are expecting peer shop will be grown uh, 10x to 20x in coming days. And uh, with this vision, uh, we are trying to use your fund in a proper manner in the right place. We are trying to impact in, uh, people's life as well as uh, create more job opportunities and build a sustainable and scalable startup.
0: Perfect. Thank you, Asikul, for joining us for this episode of The Toolless Capitalist. So for everyone who's been watching uh, the episode so far, you've seen and you've heard from our about the growth that, that BioShop has had over the past few months. So we were talking about 700 to 8,000 GMV in October of last year and... 1.6 million uh, in the most recent month so they have seen tremendous growth and if you want to be part of this journey impacting uh, Bangladesh and creating jobs and also empowering the micro SMEs in the country be sure to get in touch uh, with Asikul. he's still raising funds and it's an opportune time for you to be part of this growing startup in Bangladesh so thank you once again Asikul. And if you like this video, please be sure to like, comment and subscribe to our channel where we talk about interesting startups, help you find investing opportunities and help you become less clueless with angel investing. So thank you everyone. Thank you. you.